upon a time there was light in my life But now there's only love in the dark Nothing I can say A total eclipse of the heart Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, along with the myth, the man, the the legacy, Lil Rafi. Welcome, Rafi. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> I, I I wrote them in the wrong order. AKA Rafi Van Winkle. AKA I can't say it. <laughs> Nappy Von Rafi. Rafi. Oh my god. <laughs> Have some more wine, Lisa. Well, um, it's glad. Uh, it's it's glad. Fuck. I'm just gonna leave all this in. Whatever. Well, I'm glad that you finally awoke from your long winter's nap to join us on this episode. Along with you, we would like to welcome Demian. Welcome, Demian. Hello, hello. I promise to stay awake. Good. It's been a while. It has been too long. I know. I miss you guys. I mean, I listen most of the time. Oopsies. And uh, you know, people are awake. <laughs> Well, you know, I am currently drinking a mango-rita, which is not going to help my sleepiness, but I also have vodka and Red Bull, grape Red Bull only, um, waiting for me, so I can wake up midway through the episode. Nothing like a downer and an upper to get you going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, this week we will talk about the Monday episode with Laura London and the Thursday episode, Allison's Crisis of Aesthetics, Demi's Bro Guy, A Plague of Dildos, which is near and dear to my heart. But first, let's do some shout outs. Demian, would you like to go first? Uh, Yeah, I have one shout out. It's probably long overdue, but since I haven't been on, it's for Megan. Because, uh, God, it's been several weeks since she was down in San Francisco and we got together and had a few drinks at uh, Hotel Utah, famously mentioned by Greg. (laughs) And we even asked about the California asshole. The bartender had no idea. Um, (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) It went out of style, apparently. And then, um, for whatever reason, we foolishly forgot to take a picture standing out in front of it. (laughs) I remember laughing about it later. We're like, what were we thinking? But um, it was a good time hanging out with her. It was a lot of fun talking and chatting. And uh, as per usual, all Allison people are super cool. And uh, it would be great to do something like that in the future. Absolutely. I love that. Lil Rafi, are you okay on your mega read? Do you think you make it to the shout outs? Boy, I hope so. First of all, shout out Joanna Bowman for holding down the fort with you, Lisa, when I was... Uh, busy. Wait, hey, hey, paper rustler. Damien. Uh, oh, is that me? Oh, geez, Are you doing your taxes? <laughs> no, I was just picking up something that fell on the floor. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to Joanna Bowman also because of the Mango Rita. And a super gigantic shout out also to Megan from me because tomorrow... Today's Thursday, we're recording. So tomorrow is our friendiversary. Two years ago, I met Megan. And I don't want to be hyperbolic or overdramatic, but my life changed for the better. And uh, (laughs) so shout out to Megan. She's in Wisconsin right now, but I wish she was in Colorado. Another huge shout out to anyone who ordered the shirt. If you already have a shirt from me and you ordered another one, You are going to heaven if you believe in that kind of thing. (laughs) Is that all it takes? That's literally in my religion, which, you know. 
it's 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 iffy. But uh, anyone who ordered the shirt, anyone who's like on Instagram, I'm like reading the comments constantly, and people who are like, "Oh, I need that! I need that so bad." By the way, I'm not making any money on the shirt, as far as I know. But uh, <laughs> I like I'm not benefiting from this. But it really makes me happy to see that people are buying something that I just thought of one day. It's pretty crazy. It's beyond that is a crazy. cool shirt. Yes. It really is. It is a cool shirt, and I was lucky enough to already have one, but I need another one, so I'm so glad that they're going back into production because I'm buying one. I love that Emily at uh, Winter is Coming. Emily Q Forever? Yeah. Emily Q Forever is, uh, she's printing them and mailing them out, and it's her birthday today, so a little shout out to her. Happy birthday! Yes! Woo-hoo. Shout out to her as well. She's making the shirt. Her husband, her, she and her husband are making the shirts, and that's awesome. Because everyone complained about the snuggleberries because the the shipping or whatever it was like too much for a t shirt. And with her, it's like what nineteen ninety nine shipped to your door in the U S. So that's great. Also, shout out to Brit. She's fucking awesome. And shout out to Damien. He's doing. He's training for a marathon, and it's a Marine Corps <laughs> marathon, right? It is. Right, I, I, I see. I see the snaps and I see some other things when you're running and I'm like, God, I am a lazy sack of garbage. <laughs> now, once you start, uh, the main thing is to get into habit. Um, I've had a few little Nixon uh, soreness that's kind of der- derailed me a little bit last couple of weeks, but you know, I like it. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not a great runner. I'm not going to pretend that I am, but it's something to do and. My stepdaughter got me into it, and she was visiting recently. We went jogging together. It's just, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a good reason to go back, and, and I'm going to be in Washington in October, which uh, the only downside is it actually might prevent me from going to PodFest. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's. thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Well, that, those are some good shout-outs. I have a bunch, so hopefully I'm not going to take up the whole show talking about shout-outs, but... <laughs> One, let's start off, I was trying to decide where to start, but I'm going to start with the somber one first. I wanted to shout out to Shanna Freeman. Everyone on the Facebook page knows what's going on. You guys know what's going on. And I just want to, you know, a shout out to her and everything she's going through. We're all thinking about her and anyone that can help. I know they have a, a page both on Twitter and on Facebook to help her and her family out. We don't need to go into detail, but you guys know what's going on. But much love to a fellow BFFer. My other shout out was to Lil Rafi because holy shit, Rafi, this shirt, you know, when you, you hear about this thing, you know, is possibly going to happen. She says it's going to happen and you don't want to get your hopes up. And then holy shit, all of a sudden, the shirt that you dreamt up one day is out there for mass consumption and everybody's loving it. And I'm just so excited for you. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, I looked cause, uh, I was DMing with Leanne, shout out to her. And I was like, when did I send her the email? with the actual art in it. And it was almost 10 months now exactly. So it took a little longer than I would have hoped. But, you know, she was having a baby and whatnot. So oh, baby it's, yeah. <laughs> well, the hard thing is, is, and I know what we all talked about, I thought, well, maybe the shirt's not going to come out because because it has all the, the old Thursday gang, the only Thursday gang um, on it. And what a shame because it's such a great shirt. But I fucking love that they call it the legacy shirt because... That is like the true fan. You know who those people are. You're there from the beginning. And this shirt is like the shout out to all, to those people. So, I mean, that's like kudos big time. You know what's yeah, funny about that? Yeah, that's a good, good name for it. Uh, it's funny that Rachel calls that the throwback Thursday gang. 
And oh, I was that's like, a good name, too. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's very good. My other shout-out is to the ARIYMBF Bottomless Brunch crew because, God damn it, Megan, Britt, Jen, we had so much fun. <laughs> uh, I Ubered out there, and we had brunch, and Joanna, you were missed, but she had a simultaneous brunch, and we had so much fun. The funny part is, is Megan and I were the only ones drinking, and <laughs> <laughs> shocker, <laughs> you know, Jen had won, but we were taking part in the bottomless aspect of the brunch, and we <laughs> came up with an idea for a road trip to go see Jason Dix, so then and there, we picked a date, I booked a La Quinta Inn in Visalia, and we texted him telling him we're coming out to visit him, so anyone wants a road trip to Visalia, November 4th, we're going. Oh, my dad's birthday. That's a perfect I can way miss to that. celebrate. Try to remember where that is. <laughs> uh, it's five hours, four or five hours north of me, so it's probably right in the middle of us, actually. Yeah, let me look at that. Visalia. I don't think there's any. Nowheresville, California. Yes, correct. Central Cal. <laughs> oh, by Tulare. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's why would the fuck would you live? Oh, we're going to go visit Jason. Okay. And we get to meet Amanda and we get to just, I, I haven't, I mean, how long ago did we, did Brianne start the GMO patrol and now all the way to here, you know, to today. And I have not met Jason Dix in person. So we're going to make it happen. Really? Yeah. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. I remember back to first listening and trying to figure out who was who, you know, like, yes. all right, who's talking yes. now? Oh, because we, it was like a clusterfuck of like five girls and one dude. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I got Jason, but right. who's talking now? <laughs> and I was usually the one not talking. Surprise, surprise. Su- surprise? Oh, my God. Rafi, I think you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, meeting Brit in person, obviously we talked on the show when we recorded. And that was super cool. But meeting her in person, she's awesome. And seeing Megan happy and just ah warm fuzzies great couple love it love everything about it you know i have an anti shout out to the four of you because i couldn't be Damn there it. <laughs> ah, it looked like fun and oh, i'm glad I that thought, yes you I guys don't know this what the name was instead of shout out because i was trying to remember before i said what's the opposite of shout out and i think it was jen that was like it's hey go fuck yourself i'm like oh yeah but i think it's a call out shout outs and call outs is that good oh yeah. i think it is a call out yeah we're calling out someone it's when they, they did something wrong you're calling yeah. them on it yeah because you so you hate um, us for having fun go ahead <laughs> yes and you guys don't know I this think but you should call him out because he didn't come <laughs> you didn't get the i, was, oh, no, I didn't before. find out until <laughs> that, that's a week true. i remember you said it last week you're like hey if you let me know i could have popped on a flame yeah so yeah you're right ralph you call her out yeah so <laughs> i was at work sweating like like a working man that I am and I get a bunch of texts and whatnot and uh. all four of them texted me individually it was very nice except for Megan's message was a little iffy but uh <laughs> I appreciated it we were all seeing there we're like we miss Rafi we need let's all text him right away and then I don't know who took the picture of us all texting you because I thought anybody walking by is gonna be like you guys don't like each other or what it's like no we're re- we're just texting the same person at the same time right now <laughs> i feel like that was jen she seems like a shutterbug shout out to her <laughs> shutterbug <laughs> and she's a little more sober than two of us my last shout out is to mr daniel quants for having me on his watching hour podcast i had so much fun i was so nervous and we recorded this past monday i don't know when it comes out but 
I think he expected it to be maybe a half hour of a catch up on telling him about the Twin Peaks Festival and all that. And we ended up talking for like over an hour and a half. Just it, it was like <laughs> we were just nerding out every single thing. Oh, but what about this? What about that? And we had a lot of fun. So I, I think I feel like that was like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it was such a weird experience to come out to the shed, turn on my Skype. Number one, we exchanged phone numbers. So he's texting me. To, oh, I'm going to be calling you now. What? Okay, cool. And then he calls me, and I just see the Dining Room Studios there. I'm like, the Dining Room Studios is calling me. <laughs> like, how more... I'm surprised he didn't volunteer to go do it in person. Oh, my gosh. I almost did, but he was kind of... The time was a little iffy about which... Oh, when he it was does it happen. late, right? Yeah. That's his sign-on. It was so going to be... My wife's t- asleep. Yes. And- <laughs> Thanks for joining me tonight. I, yeah, it was going to be like 10.30. I think it, it was after 11 when we started... And we ended up by one thirty or 2 or something. So it was a lot of fun. I was super nervous beforehand, but then when it started, I was so excited that I feel like I talked over him. So I'm curious to hear it back because I don't know. You know, I don't know. I was just so excited and I just am excited, you know, happy that he gave me that opportunity because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm happy for you. I can't wait for this episode, but it sounds like it's going to be super fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God that went through. (laughs) That was really good. You know what? I have another clip from Allison's show today, actually. And check out my new podcast, The Watching Hour. We are uh, wrapping up Game of Thrones and Twin Peaks and having fun. And I'm having special Twin Peaks correspondent Lisa Lowry. Is that how you pronounce her name? Mm-hmm. I think Believe, so. Yeah. That's not, uh, sorry if I got that wrong, Lisa, but you are. She's Jamos and Bobo. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And she's, uh, and gonna she's behind the uh, Best Friends fan cast, which is the fan podcast of this podcast. She's awesome. And she's going to report on the Twin Peaks fan fest. So that was an amazing special show. correspondent. I know. <laughs> I was like, okay. My first thing I said to him, because he said that when he opened the show, I thought, and I said, oh, I feel like I need a badge or something. (laughs) I did have some wine beforehand, but not too much, hopefully. My last thing, it's not a shout out, but Lil Raffi, I feel people are dying to know after last week. I think we need a little nap update. Is there a a bit? Oh, shit. (laughs) I was like... I I thought you were like setting it up for a big clip of something, and it's gonna be like cartoon. You know how to turn your your um, mic off. (laughs) No, I I'm curious because I didn't really ask you because I wanted to know on the show or to get you know live and fresh. What exactly? Obviously, I know you were tired. Duh, no shit, Sherlock. But when we were closing out the show and we couldn't get you up, and then I didn't hear from you until the next day, I'm curious. The just from the last time you fell asleep until the, you woke up, like the, I want to know what happened. Let's let's. I want to hear it played out <laughs> because I feel like that's like some weird. I think I said this some weird Inception shit where you're like, "Did I record tonight? What's going on?" So I, I want to hear what happened for, from your perspective. Oh, I get one of those when you're dreaming, you can't remember. Did that really happen? Yes. Was I asleep? So I I don't know when. I fell asleep, but I was in and out for, like, the middle of the show. But then, (laughs) I don't know what happened at the end. I was, like, gone. So the text says, (laughs) we're done saying goodbye to Joanna, 10, 28 p.m. 
And I think I woke up at 11. So I feel like about half an hour after I woke up and realized, oh, this is over. And I just closed my laptop, (laughs) went back to sleep. So Skype was open, your laptop was open, everything. You're just like, meh, it worked itself out. Yeah. (laughs) You know, battery didn't die. It was fine. And I just just felt bad because... Uh, on Wednesday, I go in earlier than normal, so during the summer, we're busier. So Thursday, they have been asking us to come in earlier, too. So that so two days in a row where I'm up earlier than before, but like still going to sleep late. So I was like super tired anyway, and then I was drinking, and then so, you know, and then it got pushed back a little more, so right. the recording, and I'm an hour ahead of you, so... Just all these like little things added up to a snoozy little Rafi. So I, I hope it was funny. I just feel bad that I was you you asked me to be your co host and I'm like the shittiest co host. <laughs> Let me ask you, did you listen back to the episode? Of course I did. I had okay. to hear what kind of jokes were being made at my expense. I, w- I would imagine what so. did I miss? You know, like <laughs> they, they took it easy I, on you. Yeah, like where can I find you guys on Twitter? Like I need to know these things. <laughs> Right. I was just curious because, you know, obviously I had to use it for fun, (laughs) but it was at your expense. So I thought, well, hopefully you approved. Oh, yes, of course. I know. I am in the wrong. I fucked up. Okay, good. So it'll be worse next time. Did you get the Slayer song in the beginning? Uh, No. Okay. I don't think so. I was just curious because I'm like, I picked three songs that were sleep related and there was a Slayer song that had the word sleep in it. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and put that in. But I'm like, I wondered if he noticed that one. I'm going to have to re-listen because I remember I couldn't recognize any of the songs. And I was like, huh, weird. I I wonder why she chose those. You don't remember, you don't know Brahms' lullaby? Or Um, Mr. Sandman? Yeah, I thought. Oh, yes, Mr. Sandman. Yeah, because I remember thinking, why didn't she use the Chet Atkins version? Shout out to Leanne again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, the Chordettes do it well, and I'm and if I get that name wrong, I'll edit that out so I don't feel like an I asshole. It was Chordettes, like a guitar chord. That makes more sense. If I'm, it's I am not, not cool, as you may know. But the next song, it was a Slayer, uh, We Sleep at Night or something. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. I told my husband, he's like, eh, it's probably off the new album. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> like, all right. Actually, their newest album, Repentless, is really good. Check it out. Slayer, Repentless. They're on the Repent... Repent... Repentless. Ew. I thought you were a rock guy. <laughs> uh, oh, no. He's, oh. A, he's also no, a death metal don't guy. Don't worry about it. I love, love hip-hop and rap till I die. But also, I like metal. I like, I like all kinds of music. But, uh, yeah, we went to go see Slayer at on the Repentless tour, and their opening band was the fuck was their name? Doesn't matter. That's a great story. <laughs> Behemoth, maybe. I guess we should talk about the ARI YMBF episodes from this week at some point. Uh, let's talk Probably about Laura London, yet. shall we? Yes. All right. She's a dog trainer and Animal Planet star. Isn't that nice? Oh, <sighs> God. There's so many directions I want to go here, but I mean, they first started just talking about talking about the dog surrender thing which is like uh you go into these you know details and then you start talking about helping people out that don't can't afford it and i start getting angry because i think people that can't afford dogs or aunt or kids shouldn't have them but then then i'm i'm back down because when she talks and she says you know things happen things happen in people's lives where you don't expect it and things happen so you can't judge okay 
that's fine. I, most people go into it with like a responsible ownership, but but still, I kind of like it. Always strikes a chord when they're like, "Well, people just can't afford to do this or that." It's like, "Well, you don't need to have a dog, so or kids or whatever it is that's too expensive." Apparently, I'm an asshole tonight. I also I always wonder when I hear like her and Allison. Obviously, I know the answer about Allison, but when they get so heartwarming about dogs and then people like that that but they still eat meat, I feel like that's kind of, I don't, I just, it sounds like someone's on their high horse when they're talking about it, because it's like, you can't, I don't know, this whole speciesist thing is just kind of shitty. Maybe I'll edit all this out, because I sound like a horrible asshole, but they started it off really poorly. <laughs> Where I was well, like, it was, you know, I mean, they're talking about all that stuff, it's not the most, you know, yeah, you start to feel like, oh man, it's, I don't want to hear about dogs dying and stuff like that, it's, uh, it's so fun. No. And, okay, so I'm going to share something that happened to me this week. And I think maybe this is why I'm negative, even though maybe it's coming off in a different way. Ugh. Okay, for number one, I need to apologize to Megan. She asked me to watch her dog. When we were on at brunch, I was telling her the kids were asking, when can we watch Chloe again? Because they love her dog so much. So then she texts me, hey, I'm going on a trip. Can you watch the dog? And I said, I will get back to you as soon as I can. I never got back to her, so I feel bad for that. But I do have a reason and I felt weird. I should have just said I can't. I, I don't know. Anyway, not to bring the show down, but my dog got killed this week. Oh. So, oh, I'm so sorry. And I had this huge feeling of I don't want to say yes and feel like what if because a coyote got into our yard and killed one of my dogs. And I would be devastated if that happened to her dog. And I was just kind of like. I didn't, honestly didn't know when she was leaving, so it was kind of like, well, I'll get back to you, and I was trying to figure out a way to say it. That's a lot of responsibility. Does that make sense? Yes. So, of course, there's this whole dog show, and I'm like, of course. And she asked to dog sit, and I would have loved to dog sit, but I, I, I don't know. Anyway, let me just steer it right off the tracks, everybody. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about your dog. Thank you. Shout and out to Lulu. This actually reminds me of when we stayed at your house because chloe does a kind of like groaning grunting thing and i did not know this so in the middle of the night like at one in the morning when she starts making this weird honking noise i was like oh my god she ate a lego from your son's floor as we know he's a lego fanatic yes so i like i picked up like two that i saw and I was like, what if I missed one? I was like telling Rachel, I was like, oh my God. I was like, it, I was just thinking if Megan's dog dies, like, how do you come back from that? I was like, she's going to fucking hate me. So I felt super bad that she was like making this weird honking noise. I'm like trying to look in her mouth. I'm looking up her nose. And then when we took her back, I was like, she made a noise. And she's like, oh, she does that all the time. Like- I was like. Fuck. That would have been good to know ahead of time. Yeah, I was like having a heart attack in the middle of the night. I've forgotten about that. I, I know, it's it's the same when I take care of this, this baby, because when she goes to take a nap, like this past, uh, yesterday on Wednesday, she took a four-hour nap, and I'm like, what if she has SIDS or something on my watch, and she's just, like, wh- at what point do I go in and make sure she's alive? Like, that freaks me out if it was my own kid i'd be like cool they're sleeping i'm gonna get some extra cleaning and like it probably wouldn't cross my mind but when you're taking care of somebody else's something you're like holy shit what's wrong yeah i think that's normal yeah so anyway megan i apologize for not getting back to you but that is the reason and i don't know i think this whole week i felt like i've been in limbo because it's been weird but you know they talked a little bit about dogs in mourning and i think it was kelly who 
BFF Kelly, who sent in the question about dogs mourning, and I think she was talking about the maybe the process of it, because her dog, uh, she, her dog just passed away recently, and then her other dog, I guess, is kind of hasn't gotten over it or showing signs of mourning. So Laura was talking about you know certain things that you do, and I've been doing all that with my other dog, with just being overly attentive and just spoiling him, you know, so that, you know, he's gone back to the scene of the crime a few times. He was, he watched it all, I know, because he was over there. And it's just, you know, I, you just want to make whatever, whatever they have, what life they have left be amazing, you know, and to try and get over it. And I think that's kind of what Laura was saying, just kind of, just go over above and beyond and like make things special for them. So he's sitting next to me. He, well, they used to both sit next to me while I recorded, but he is sitting next to me right now while I record. And I think he's enjoying being an only child because he's getting pretty spoiled. But when he goes outside, he's still kind of freaked out, which is understandable. But Allison has a fear of big dogs, which is also understandable. And I'm curious about both of you. Do you guys have fear of dogs or... Two questions. Fear of dogs? Have ever been bitten by a dog? Damien. Demian. Oh, my God. By the way, uh... before we were recording, Demian, I, I was calling you. And I did something wrong, and instead of saying "damn it," I said "damn it." <laughs> so, did you? Yes. <laughs> so now I'm going the other way. Anyway. Yeah, you're like overcorrecting. Yes. Um, I'm not afraid of big dogs. I um, it's well documented. I'm the, the exterminator guy, and so I run into some sometimes. And I have a couple of big dogs that I have to deal with, and uh, you just gotta kind of stare them down, really. You know. Um, right. Like Laura was saying with the reading the body language, I think that's. I feel like that's such common sense, but apparently people don't. Yeah, actually, I have a pretty good story about a big dog one time. Uh, before I was an exterminator, I worked in, in tree and shrub care and lawn care company. And I was doing a house, and it was a house I'd never been to before. And I knocked on the door, and, and a Rottweiler stuck his head in the window, right? Which was no big deal. I'm outside, right? And no one answered, so I just went about doing the service. And then I go in the backyard. And I realized the back door is open. And I thought, oh, that's a big dog in there. Maybe I should shut this door. <laughs> well, before, no sooner did the thought enter my head than two Rottweilers come walking outside. Oh, God. Now, the other one, one of them was totally calm. Like, he, he was completely indifferent. He just walked outside and kind of looked around and walked right back in. The other one was very hostile. Like, he was just like, you know, not barking. You know, like, there's, like... And I was like, oh, no. And I had a hose in my hand. It was like a fertilizer for grass, right? It was liquid. And so I'm thinking, I got to squirt this dog because he, he like got on his hind legs like he was going to pounce. And I'm more like three feet away from him. And I'm thinking, he's going to attack me. And what he did was he jumped to the side and then ran back inside the house. And I was like, whoa, dodge the oh, bullet. God. <laughs> And it was a, I mean, a Rottweiler is a big, scary dog. I mean, that's the Omen dog. Right. In that movie. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, oh. But, uh, yeah, I'm not afraid of dogs. Um, I like dogs. I like bigger dogs than little dogs. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you just kind of, it's hard. Because there, there are times, you know, you kind of feel like, whoa, you know, but. I find sometimes when they're aggressive and you just kind of tell them like, like, like they're your kids or something like go inside. And even though you're not their master, they're kind of like, well, he said that really authority. So <laughs> right. I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> like they listen like, Oh, 
That sounds like a boss. All right, you know, and it works. Yeah, I I was I've been bitten by three small dogs in my life, and then I had a Rottweiler experience as well. And also, I am scared of dogs, but mostly small dogs. I think I don't know when I see dogs on the street, I kind of like move away from them because I never know, especially like what Laura was saying. You never know when a dog's going to feel threatened and do something out of the ordinary or maybe in the ordinary because people with shitty dogs still go out in public. But I had this one experience. I was getting, I was getting my, I was at a body piercing place. So I was getting my ears stretched. And so, you know, being really cool doing that. And then when my friend and I were leaving, there was a Rottweiler outside. So we're out in front of like, Cool Guy Central, where every, there's like a tattoo parlor and body piercing place, and this Rottweiler comes up to her and I, and we had to jump up on her car <laughs> and, and, oh. and go into her sunroof to come out, and they never saw any of it. We were just like <laughs> total dorks, but it was one of those things where I'm like, hey, doggy, like, I'm just going to slowly move over here and climb up onto the hood, and like... So, you would think they could climb up too, but it was just one of those moments where you're like, I'm going to get eaten out here in the middle of these industrials and nobody's going to give a shit about it. Get that drop. Um, <laughs> I am not afraid of dogs really, but now that I live with a dog, totally like afraid. I, I do have to like learn some new behaviors <laughs> Um, so that's kind of interesting to me. Not putting peanut butter on your wiener? Lisa, I told you that. In private. <laughs> supposed to be between you and me. <laughs> no, I was like <laughs> trying to sit down hey, on the couch. If it's between you and Lisa, all the BFF fans get to hear. That's the rule. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, like just like trying to sit down on the couch yesterday and the dog's like, blo- like running back and forth on the couch, like just having a great old time. And then Rachel was like telling me that like I need to like tell her like stop or whatever because she can't read my mind that she's just like having a good time. So it is interesting uh, now that I live with a dog. Yes, because you're the you're a new parent to the dog, so it's like you're you're step Rafi. I do call her. I call her my step dog tur. So if you've Aww. seen Snapchat, like what I take her to the dog park and then I'll write. At the park with my step dog tur. Ah, oh, that's cute. By the way, I don't like the the dog park hate from Laura London. Although <laughs> I haven't been to a dog park in many years, but when I used to go, it well, people weren't on their cell phones all the time, so people were just you know chit chatting with each other. But very, I was just so excited. My dog was making friends, and then she would like go make friends and come back to me and like go. It was just amazing. It was so much fun. I but think it was probably an L.A. LA thing. Yeah. Because the way she right. said it, it was like, oh, that sounds like an L.A. thing. It, because it's um, probably a bunch of dog walkers that bring, like, ten dogs, and then they're all, like, hooking up some auditions for later or something. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I do, do you... have one customer who has this little dog who's... These little dogs, they think they're big, you know? And yeah, always yapping at me. It's just right. like short dudes, the same thing. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah. Yap, 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 yap. And as soon as I turn my back, she nips my feet every time, like the back of my pants, every time. I've been <laughs> going to this house for five years, every time. So that's the game. Now I turn around at the last second and, you know, catch it. Donkey kicker. <laughs> okay, oh, come on. <laughs> 
Uh, Lil Rafi <laughs> and, and Rachel, do you guys let the dogs sleep with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was going to say no, but then I distinctly remember a couple of times where I woke up and she's at my feet. It's, you know, it's kind of adorable. Uh, yeah. But sometimes it's it bugs you. I, like you when know, you're uh, half off the bed, but right. you wake <laughs> up and you're like, why is there a dog on more of the bed than me? But for the most part, it's like really cute when a dog sleeps with you. I think it's cute too. As long as there's no behavior problems, I don't think there's a problem. I used to, when my husband met me, he came over, well, not the day he met me, but when he started sleeping over, it was like, at, you're going to share the bed with me and my dog and my cat. Just so you guys, just, just so you guys, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, I, I always loved having my dogs or any pets that I had sleep with me. And now I'm a bit of a germaphobe when it comes to dogs. I don't like, I don't like their saliva on me and like their dander and like pretty much everything about dogs. I don't really want around me, but I, I think they're cute. But my cats will sleep with me, and they'll probably make me more sick than a dog, so I don't know. I think it's because I don't want to cuddle. The cats just like to sleep with my foot, and that's fine. Oh, well, um, I guess this is the day we talk about dead pets. My cat, oh, was Jesus. probably about 15, died about two months ago. Oh, no. Aw. Oh. And, and he was kind of a jerk, actually. He liked me. He liked my son. He liked my wife for whatever reason, and she didn't like him because she doesn't like animals. But um, and that's pretty much it. Um, but he used to like to sleep on my feet, and he would lick my feet in the middle of the night. It was the worst. Ew. Because, you know, cats have that real coarse tongue. You know? Yeah. He thought, for some reason, I liked that. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, oh. I don't let my dog sleep in my room. My wife would go nuts. If my dogs and cats want to lick my feet, I'm okay with that. And that is weird. <laughs> but in the middle of the night at three in the morning, yeah, you know, I don't or something woken up by anything. Like if I'm watching TV, it's no big deal. But um, oh, I punted that thing off the end of the bed easily. I'm like, why do you keep coming back here? You know, I'm going to kick you off if you do one thing wrong. <laughs> um, horrible. Um, the one thing that I, not the one thing, but my favorite thing that Laura, I almost want, I keep wanting to say Laura Broder, even though I don't talk to her that often or ever, but for some reason, that's the only Laura that is going to roll off my tongue right now. But Laura London, she said, uh, she, I don't think your dog needs to go everywhere. And I think we could, uh, we could probably end it on that on Monday because amen. I don't want, yeah, no jambos. You noticed that? What? There was no JMOs on the Monday show. Yeah, no JMOs. And I know I had mentioned a couple of episodes ago that I, I kind of wish she didn't do JMOs on Mondays unless it was a comedian, maybe, or if she kind of felt that they would be receptive to it because I feel like they kind of poo-poo it and then she rushes through them. But I am curious to know if she just ran out of time or if that's like it's just going to be a Thursday thing. So we should maybe ask her about that. Yeah, well, so I you know... You're the head of the fan cast and special correspondent, and <laughs> yeah, it, sounds by, like your job. By pro- no, <laughs> by proxy. the thing about the JMOs is it's a favorite segment, um, but there are times when um, I've sent in. It's been a while since I've sent in one. I think, like you, I've kind of run out of ideas, but um, 
like you kind of hope it goes to the Thursday gang and then the Monday guest yes. gets it and you're like, Ugh. you're like, dang it. <laughs> Unless it's like, I like Greg Fitzsimmons cause he really thinks about it and he'll come back. If, he, yes. if he's got something to say, <laughs> she'll be on the next one. He'll go back. <laughs> yes. But then, yeah, you're right. Everyone wants the Thursday gang to respond to JMO's, not whoever the thir- the Monday guests, because they're not part of the show, so they don't really understand how to go about it. So I, I am curious to know why she missed it. She didn't even say, so I'm- I am curious about that. All right, let's talk about the Thursday episode. We were her little blueberries, which if you asked Superfan Megan, I bet you that is a repeat a few times. Rafi? Maybe, but as we know, the new wave is uh, blueberries thanks to Daniel. So very fitting. It is very fitting. So they started the show off, and this is funny how it started, because Renee just kind of, she almost just like threw up this comment about her back pocket pudding spoon, which was a really funny story, and I think if it was a tub pooping story, it probably would have gone for like 20 minutes. I just picture like somebody like her showing up with a spoon in her pocket and be like, what are you doing? I, I don't know. I feel like I would do something stupid like that. I don't know. What did you guys think about that, or did it even cross your mind? Would I do something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. My wife might. Little Rafi, did you find that endearing that she had a pudding spoon in her back pocket? You know, I only listened to this episode Mm, once, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I don't have a lot of concrete thoughts on it yet. So I'm going to say for now, yes. Imagine if you saw, okay, imagine there's a girl that you maybe have a crush on. Let's just say, just throwing Mm -hmm. it out there. She rolls in, she's chatting with you, she turns around and walks away and she's got a giant spoon in her back pocket. (laughs) Thoughts? I think I would like that. (laughs) Oh my god. I would say something. I'd be like, hey, what's the spoon for? Are we having ice cream or something? Uh, Are we having ice cream? That's a good line. In my mind, I'd be like, oh, because I collected, back to the last episode, I used to collect so many strays. I would be like, oh, cool, he's a heroin addict. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Brought his own spoon. (laughs) I do think that's funny. Pudding is such an old person food. It's a very young person food and a very old person food. And I... I, I'm not on board with, with it, even though you'd think I would be, because I like everything about old people, but... Did you ever make pudding? You know, where you used to, like, cook oh, yeah. in... Oh, yeah, and then you got that the used pudding... used to be a thing. Then you I get the think... pudding skins, just like George Costanza. Right, yeah. I think if you went up to your kids and, and, and did that, they'd look at you like, you're out of this planet. Like, what are you oh, doing? Yeah. <laughs> I think I've bought pudding a few times, but for the most part, if there's pudding in the house, I've made it homemade. But my son is old at heart as well. He likes tapioca, so we just buy it. Wow. Them. I know. He, when you can bring a, a snack to school for like a treat for birthdays or whatever. And I said, well, what do you want to bring? He said, tapioca. I thought, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe let's not do that. <laughs> maybe we can think something else that's a little easier. That all the other kids aren't going to be like, cool, tapioca, what's up, old man? So then they kind of went into, well, Daniel especially. He came out with the apologies thing and with it being overrated. and, and But then when he explained it, it really made a lot of sense where I feel like people probably, I don't know. What you mean percentage. when people are forced to apologize. Right. I mean, what's what do you think the percentages of actual apologies to forced apologies uh, well, if you're talking about public figures, it's probably really slanted to forced. And you, know, you always hear uh, these formal apology by the person that whatever, and it's like they fucking wanted to say that. They're not apologizing. <laughs> Give me a break. You know what I think of? Did you? Did you guys watch Thirty Rock? 
I did, but I don't, uh, yeah, not religiously. There was, uh, so uh, Tracy Morgan, right, his character would always do crazy stuff on the show, and then, you know, everyone else was trying to cover for him. There was one where, I can't remember what he did, but, you know, they had some kind of statement where, so, like, they're at NBC Studios, right, in New York, and they, they have someone on, like, NBC News reading a statement about Tracy apologizing. Like, clearly he didn't write it, right? And then this was a time when Tracy had, like, created some video game that made him, like, even richer. Like, he was so rich, he didn't know what to do with all his money. So he started buying advertising on NBC. So as soon as the news statement comes in, like, I apologize for my remarks. And I did not mean to offend, like, very professional statement. The very next thing is Tracy Morgan in a commercial, like, I do not apologize. <laughs> I meant what I said. <laughs> you know, I need to rewatch that show. My husband loved that show. That was one, oh, that it was we one of the best. Kind it of was... watched together. And then it was kind of his show that he watched. So I, I need to rewatch that. Lil Rafi. Did you get your Eclipse glasses out this week? I was busy working, but I got off a little early and I was probably out there an hour past the ideal time. But I did notice that it looked like a weird haze was, you know, above me. But uh, apparently that's just what the Eclipse does. Are you noticing a weird haze now? Definitely. You have (laughs) no idea. I, uh, I I remember hearing them talking about it on the show last week, and I thought, oh, I guess there's an eclipse coming. But usually it's so lackluster that I just don't prepare for it. Or sometimes I'll say, hey, kids, there's a bunch of stuff going on. We look out and we're like, I don't see anything. All right, cool. So I kind of forgot about it, but then I did see that weird haze, and I thought, oh, we're going to have the eclipse today, isn't it? And it had like that red dawn type of atmosphere, kind of weird and creepy and my husband said, hey, uh, our neighbor's got some welding glass. I said, I, th- I hear you're not supposed to look through that. But I'm like running outside. So we're looking through welding glass. I'm like, well, that's cool. It looks like the moon over the sun. But you can't really look at it. But it was fun. The, the neighbors congregated in the cul-de-sac for a minute. And we all chatted. And that was cool. Well, it was all foggy where I was. So I saw nothing. But I'm with them. Like, I love that Like people are like holding up a paper and like, you know, looking at the shadow. And I'm like... <laughs> I've never understood the appeal to that. And I'm a big astronomy person. Like, when I was a kid, I went nuts about astronomy. So a solar eclipse is right in my wheelhouse as a kid. But, like, looking at a piece of paper when, you know, the shadow, it's like, that is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yes. It is. Because if you can't look right, even looking through the welding glass, I'm like, I'm just seeing a green. The sun is shaped like a moon. So I'm seeing that, which is cool. I can see that. I, to, totality would have been more fun to see it like get dark at night or during right. the day. That, that would be cool, be cool but for I, twenty minutes or whatever. But yeah, you're right. It is dumb just to look at a pa- like you could just draw that on a paper and be like, "Well, I saw the eclipse." The fact could have been that, someone's very round head. Uh, <laughs> the fact that uh, Daniel's Don- stepfather, somebody yes, from the waist down. I think it's funny that Donald Trump is so pompous that he really thought he could just look right at the sun. Like I don't even know what the fuck's happening in our world right now but oh god that guy so speaking so of eclipses and balls seeing parents naked i know i've talked about it on here i don't know if it was gmo patrol days but i definitely have my dad's balls burned in my memory <laughs> the one time that i saw them <laughs> my dad looked like poncherello from from chips and he wore those shorty shorts <laughs> 
And I'm pretty sure we were at, like, it was his weekend to have us because my parents were divorced. And I think we were at, like, a Burger King or something. And he was climbing up the stairs on the playground. And I looked up and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, like, that's the worst because you can't be prepared, you know? No. Like- I didn't even know, I didn't even know, yes, there was no preparation. I didn't know that that existed. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Everything was, my mind was like, ah, I don't know what I'm seeing. I had to process that. I think I was like fifth or sixth grade. Oh, Oh, that's pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. So his little Pontarello shorts are still like. um, Oh, that's, that's too much. Can you imagine, like, you, both of you, can you imagine wearing shorts short enough that your balls are hanging out the bottom? Yes. <laughs> In fact, I'm wearing them right now. Where's that doggy at? Gross. I love how Daniel said, I don't know how weird my childhood was until I compared to others, and I feel like I couldn't relate more to that. And not because I saw my dad's balls. I think that's normal. I think everybody sees their parents naked at some point. Well, I saw my dad naked. I don't know how many times, but, well, no, but um, it was never like a big deal, you know, because I was a male and he was a male. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a hundred times. There wasn't even like 20 times, probably like 10, but it wasn't, I I think I saw my mom's butt once, but it was so fast and I was like, well, sorry. And so that was that, you know, but. My mom, though, she got breast implants when, let's see, it was in the 80s, I think. So she had, like, braces, and then she got blonde hair, and then boobs in the late 80s. And she stopped wearing bras. I thought that's what women were supposed to look like, to have, like, she always had turkeys done nipples (laughs) and no bra. (laughs) I still remember the time. I still remember the time that you said that. To Brianne, I remember what I was doing. I was at work listening, and you guys were hanging out, and I was working, and, you know, I was not, you know, you're listening, but, you know, I wasn't like, oh, what's Brianne doing? All of a sudden, I had to stop what I was doing, Lisa. I fell on the ground laughing. No way. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, after, yeah, so... I just remember seeing, I would always see her, I mean, we would go to the grocery store and people would just be staring. They Like the cash register people, would, cash register people, the cashier would give her like the wrong change, just all of her money back, basically. Everyone was just in awe of this, this boobed lady in Kingwood, Texas in 1987 or six. And it's just like, oh my God. So that was my experience with those two. Little Rocky. Is that why you always wear one? <laughs> no, I always wear, well, number one, I think turkey's done. That look is gross. My husband says that's hot, but I don't think it's cool. I think guys like Your that. husband is correct. <laughs> girls, I think, are very uncomfortable it, unless they're like weirdo girls. And guys are like, that's awesome. That means you're like into me and stuff. Yeah, I only because it's just uncom- uncomfortable to not wear one. But little Rafi, parents, naked. Fortunately, I have not seen uh, my parents naked that I can remember. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're going to cop to then, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, what does it just say? He hasn't seen it. <sighs> you don't have poncherello balls burned into your memory? <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't. <laughs> well, oh, that's too funny. <laughs> I think if I had seen my father like that, it would be bad, too. But when I saw him, it's like, you know, 
in the bathroom and he was taking a shower and I was right. brushing my teeth or whatever it was, you know, but I know my kids saw me naked at least once. There was a beach, there was a beach house incident <laughs> and I know that they did and they still refer to it. They were young enough, but I'm like, Oh God, it was just one of those moments that just happened. This isn't the time your daughter found your picture on your phone. No, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You said that the kids st- still refer to it, and they'll then say, you stopped. Yeah, when did that... They'll say, oh, it's like... Whenever something's inappropriate, they're like, oh, it's like the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait. actually, my stepdaughter told me once that her sons walked in on her and her husband, and uh, now it's referred to as slapping butts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe we should talk about one more reason why Alice and I are alike is our Val Kilmer love. And I know I've mentioned it on here before, but I don't love him now. He's got like Val Kilmer rules, man. He does. But in Real Genius, and I'll even give him a pass in the Doors movie. He was good in it, but I didn't like that movie. He was great in it, but I wasn't like all hot and bothered by him. I was in Real Genius. I'm like, that's the dude. That's the guy I want in my life. (laughs) Did you ever see Top Secret? I did. I was a teenager, and I saw it in the movie theaters, and it, it had the, the airplane humor, which yes, I sure thought I was like funny it. as hell. Yeah, that's a great movie, and he killed it as Doc Holliday. Yes, um, yeah. I love to. Doc Hilmer rules. He does. And True Romance and... playing Elvis. Uh, oh, I don't know if I've seen that on. one. But what's weird? You've never like, seen I, True I, Romance? I don't think I have. With Christian have Slater? To... Oh, I should. <laughs> Uh, Brad Pitt is so funny in it. He's had a real small role as a stoner. Wow. And uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh my God. And okay, I need to see. Probably this. I the love best scene people. in the movie is between Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Oh my God. Uh, it's great. It's got movie. everybody. Uh, in it. you, okay, I need to see. This. Oh yeah. And it was produced by Quentin Tarantino. It's his he like first movie. He didn't produce it. He wrote it. Yes. Okay. Yes, that was it. Okay, I need to watch. So that. the dialogue is top notch. It's a great movie. I have to admit, I. Quentin Tarantino, I think I've seen, uh, what's the Uma Thurman one that everyone liked? Pulp Fiction. In the, in the 90s. Yeah, oh. no, kill, uh, Pulp, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. I, I know I saw that, but I never saw Kill Bill or the second one or whatever. I, I don't think I've seen any of his movies that I know of. All right, so you got to see, if Pulp Fiction's a great movie. Seems like you didn't pay attention, so you got to watch it again. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's all the dudes in high school that were, like, so obsessed with her. And, like, I saw it. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's good. It was a good movie. Oh. But I, I, I just didn't – it didn't get my rocks off, I guess is what oh. I'm trying to say. They used to see Reservoir Dogs, too. Oh, okay. I saw that one. I liked that one a lot. And Oh, by the way, I saw Uma Thurman in person in San Francisco once. She was filming some movie with Richard Gere. I can't remember what it was called. She was stunningly beautiful. Really? I mean, oh yeah, like I literally, like I was walking down the street and she was walking the opposite direction, so she was like two feet from me, and I was like, whoa! I mean, wow, she was stunningly beautiful. I'm not a blondes person either, but no, man, and that's she what I was gonna great. say about Val Kilmer. I don't like blonde dudes at all, so that's like a, a stretch for me. But I think it's because he has brown eyes. It almost tricks me into thinking that he doesn't have blonde hair. But let's move on to Demi Aduigi. Adu, damn it. Adewiji. We know who you're talking about. Adewiji, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I really want to say it right this one time. Demi's therapy therapist. Oh my god! Uh, it sounds like a really funny sitcom premise, but maybe not someone you want to put your life. Oh my god, your life into their hands. <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, god. I think he came to that decision. <laughs> yeah, but it made a funny story. It was quite interesting. I see. 
I think, I don't know if Allison would be this way, but it seems like her and I are the same in certain respects as far as being people pleasers. And if I was in with a therapist like that, I would probably be like, oh, this is cool. I'll just try and talk my way into believing that this is fine and normal and then this is helping me. Yeah, I've never been a people pleaser. I'm the opposite. I, I don't know what your wife's name. Like when she's talking about, I'm gonna apologize to her right now. <laughs> but she's talking about like someone's waiting to get out of the car. I'm like, hey, I didn't say I was leaving yet. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> now, to be honest, I try to be considerate. Like for instance, if I'm crossing the street and I see a car wants to go, I'll hurry up. But if I'm like, if I have to do whatever before I pull out of a parking spot. I'm going to do that. You know, I'm not going to hurry up just because someone's waiting. And Yeah, I hurry and I sweat and then, like, I don't even put my seatbelt on. And I'm just like, I got to get out of this spot. But having kids does slow you down a little bit, at least. to Because when you're thinking about someone else, it's always easier. But, little Rafi, do you have a bro therapist? I don't have any therapist. Uh, I should, okay. though, even yes. if it is a bro. Uh, <laughs> but, um I am more people pleasy than I would like to be, but I don't like the the spot thing. Like someone's waiting for a spot, I don't care about that. But in you also certain don't other... use your blinker, so that's a thing. You're actually right. I need to use it more because I figure I'm, I drive like a ma- like a maniac. So I'm like, ah, eh, you know, they'll figure out what I'm doing. Oh my god, uh, we live in a society here. People pleasy. I was gonna say, yeah, just like saying. Oh, I'm totally cool to record, but I'm totally tired, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Like that? Like that? Like something like that? <laughs> not like that at all, Lisa. <laughs> I know the whole time I'm like, I feel so bad because you're like tired. And you could just be like, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. I'm tired. But you know, I think it made for a fun show. It, well, it was fun <laughs> for me. Joanna and I had a lot of fun. The it was funny fun. listening back. So it was okay, worth good. it. It was one of my most. It was like this. What do you think, little Rafi? <laughs> I was so excited to find that Homer Simpson one that sounded just like the one I was doing. <laughs> I did a Popeye one, Homer Simpson, SpongeBob. I don't know if I did three or four. I don't know. Oh, oh, I was looking at a Donald Duck one too, but I think it was. I think I remember a cartoon as a kid with a guy who had a beard who would extend and oh, roll up. Oh, yes. And like what the lines are going up. I don't know. I was trying to find everything I could find. I was having so much fun. Speaking of having a lot of fun, Allison's new sponsor, Unbound, where you can get a subscription to <laughs> adult toys. All I can think about, and I think you saw the tweet, is you always tell people, support Allison. <laughs> support Allison in any way you can, especially if you want to get boxes and boxes of dildos shipped to your, right to your door monthly. Uh, I think we talked about it on the Facebook page a little bit about why would you need a subscription? And I'm like, yeah, you only need a, key, a few key pieces. There's nothing new out there that's going to be wowing you. Uh, a few people have looked on the website, and it's not just toys. There's other stuff, jewelry and stuff that Allison was talking about. So I think I haven't looked at it yet, but I am curious to check it out. And I think I can see it now, though. This yeah. month, what do I get? Oh, it's a necklace next month. Ooh, vibrator. <laughs> Or a vibrating necklace. Uh, I, I think the funniest thing was Demi saying, anything's a dildo. And I don't think anyone heard that, but it's very true. <laughs> and 
And maybe I just heard it that way, but I thought, yeah, you're kind of right. I mean, whatever. He but, had some good lines today, I thought. He did. It's funny. I like I like that he's joining. It's I, It doesn't usually happen where the Monday a Monday person comes to the Thursday show, you know, repeat on a repeat basis. There we go. So I thought that was kind of neat that he was there and the, uh, unbound or either of you. Oh, and also Daniel calling Allison Anne. I thought that was kind of funny that they didn't really, that Allison wasn't more bothered except for maybe that it was his stepmom's name, but it's still kind of weird. Uh, and then, you know, directly from the, dildo subscription they go into the jenna and al update so that was fun and have you ever driven a golf cart yes i don't think you must not have listened to the episode where i talked about my golf cart uh hijinks oh. <laughs> which is funny because originally i think it was in the jmo patrol days when greg first came on and he was talking about his remember his uh high speed low speed chase <laughs> on his golf cart with the cops or whatever. And he was talking about his, all of his stuff that brought out some of my stories. And I think, and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, just they're fun, but I've definitely had a few accidents in them. And I can't believe they have one of those giant long tram situations. And I would totally take the sights of Georgia tour. If they were, if they were running it, have either of you driven golf carts? Yeah. When I play golf, (laughs) Oh, you play golf. You ruin a very nice walk. Is that what they say? (laughs) You know, I like golf for one uh, number. The number one reason is you can go out with a friend or two and five hours and nobody's going to bother you. Yeah. That's called brunch. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, you're outside, you're doing something. There's a little bit of a competitive aspect to it, you know, yeah. like, um, which appeals to me. And, uh, um, I, I haven't played in a while, but you know, it's just, it's just something to do with your friends and like, like, like a one friend in particular might go and just catch up on old times. And, you know, and if, if I say, hey, I'm going to play golf, then then everything else in the world is out of my hair for the next five hours. That's um, cool. I think I have that with this with this show because, you know, my husband will be like, you know, you know, mom's busy later. She's got to do this or that when, you know, the kids just started school yesterday and they come home with all these things I need to sign. And, and he's like, no, she's busy later. So. The podcast takes precedence, so it's like it is one of those things where it's like, no, she's busy. I'm gonna be in the oh, show. So that's yeah. cool of him to kind of watch yeah, your back like, on that. Totally, <laughs> it's like he knows how much it makes me happy, and it doesn't make us money, but it's 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 a hobby that he knows that I love doing. So I always come back into the house all in a good mood. So it's always it's always good. <laughs> that's always a plus. So the next Patreon bonus episode is going to be with Colonel Jeff Fox, which he let a little cat out of the bag about them having one in the can already from beforehand that they recorded before they were even really knew each other. So I'll be curious to hear that, the dynamic between that and current day episode. But I sent in so many questions and then I thought of another one. I'm like, okay, let's dial it down. I, I actually haven't sent any questions in because I feel like I used all of mine on the first episode he was on. So maybe I could take that one. But um, he had, I think on that last episode and some other places he's mentioned that they've recorded this episode. Oh, okay. So it's... You yeah, know, I have a vague recollection of that too. Yeah. I had to come clean. I still have not listened to the, to his episode before. Yeah, you mentioned that. And, and I don't know crazy. why. Really? Isn't that I crazy? Asked, I That's asked him a good about one. cars. 
Yeah. Okay. And I feel like I may have asked a duplicate question this time, but I did. I was the one that asked him about his cat's names. And I think that's what led to the 13 cats thing. But Mm -hmm. I like Leanne's question this time. Shout out to Leanne about if he's going to be honest this time. And I think they're recording tonight, so we're probably going to miss it. But hopefully, I mean, he'll be back on again. We need more Colonel Jeff in our lives. Definitely. Yeah, I, I love Colonel. Jeff is cool. He's a cool dude. Um, you know, it's funny. I um, can't remember what it was like three, four weeks ago where he made some reference to Iron Balls McKenzie. Do you guys yes. remember that? Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, the jerk. That's from the jerk. <laughs> the Steve Martin movie, right? Yes. And I tweeted him, and he's like, I knew some genius would get that. And I'm uh. like, yeah, that's me right here. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm picking out a thermos for you, Colonel Jeff. (laughs) Everything he said, I think this is what I said to him at Podfist last year, that I wish there was someone capturing his drops, because a lot of times he says things that are so funny, and I'm like, this is never going to be played over and over again in repetition, like today's Allison drops. That's a good point. I don't think there is a Jeff drop. There aren't any, because he's not going to be like, hey, check out this funny thing I said. Someone else has to do it. Actually... Oh. Ah, fuck. I don't think I have it. I'm looking at my phone. I I got a drop of one time. He goes, he makes like a funny noise. He's like, ah, leave me alone. <laughs> and I sent oh, I it that. to him on Twitter. And I was like, that there need to be Jeff drops. And that was one of them. I'll try to dig it up so you can add it in there. That, that, when oh, he was I'll doing all those there. Daniel drops today and then all the Allison t-shirt drops. So good. That was good. That was funny. I was... I was like, I'd buy that shirt. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I think we talked about that. I swear, once again, during the JMO Patrol days, where we're like, just put a bunch of of your drop sayings on a shirt and throw that out there. I think that was way before all of her shirts that she's had. Because she took forever to finally come out with shirts. But speaking of shirts, I know we've already talked about Lil Rafi's awesome new shirt. And you can buy it at qzart.bigcartel.com. And I'm for sure going to get another one. And what was I going to say? More ands. You know, Allison is worried about her branding. And she's worried because Daniel has his eat a bag of dicks pin that's selling out. (laughs) Which I feel like he probably made not a lot of those. And they're selling out. And she probably made a lot of pins. And they're not selling out. So I don't think it's the edgy thing. I I think it's the quantity. But... Also, I have to also take into account account that I think a lot of her listeners are male and a lot of them don't want hearts on their shirts, but it's her logo. And I think her being our BFF, she's not going to be like, hey, go fuck yourself. Come join the show. She's like, hey, I love you. Like, we're all friends, you know, so there needs to be some sort of a middle ground between like a switchblade and hearts. Like we need to come up with something. And I think this goes back to you, Rafi, and your ideas, because you obviously have good ideas and, and put the pedal to the metal or where the rubber meets the road. What's the saying? I don't know. You make it happen is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Didn't they come up with an idea with the reversible shirt? That would be, but I feel like that would be, I mean, Emily, you could tell us, but I'm guessing that's probably going to be like twice as much to print and do and all that stuff. But that is pretty funny. <laughs> I think in Hey, Go Fuck Yourself, Obviously, if it said it straight out, I probably wouldn't wear it. I'd probably buy one just because I would support her in anything she does. But an HGFY shirt, I would totally wear that. I think that has to be a pin, too. I think that would be a perfect pin. 
And I think they would sell out. I think she'd be surprised. I don't, um, I don't know why people aren't buying her pins. Do you think it's because she, she doesn't push so them enough? She probably did print more than Daniel because he only did 100. And also, like, the... I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I did tell her when I gave her the idea initially that these pin companies usually print 100 of each design. So I don't know if she did that or did more, but I'm assuming she did more. Yeah, the pin thing, I just gave her the idea. She did the rest. And the shirt, I don't know. Like, because of the way I am, I figured, like, if I did something, then literally anyone could do it. So, I, and, and, like, again, with the design, it's, like, the Ramones logo. And before that, it's, like, the presidential seal. So it's, like, really, what did I do? I just plugged their names in and changed an eagle to a chicken or to a duckling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, first of all, changing it to a duck, but then also the wavy pencil and like every little touch that you thought of was awesome. So I don't think anybody can just do that. Thank you. But I'm just glad that it exists. It really makes me happy. And I hope to see at PodFest people yes. wearing this shirt. Yes. I want to see the shirt for sale. Like, oh it's my gonna God. It's going to be sitting at the table, LaRafi. Yes, you can just I be standing there like Kramer. You're like, that's me. I'm going to sign it for you. <laughs> it's the J. I, Peterman. I still remember her reaction when you were wearing it. Yes, that was a podcast, huh? Yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, it was I, in yeah. the episode, even. That's right. I'm so excited about that. So, Damien, you're not going to go to Podfest if it's on like Saturday. I probably can't. if it's on Friday, there's no way. If it's on Saturday, I don't think I can. So I have to oh, work dear. and I can't take time off because uh, I have time off for other things. But if it's somehow on the Sunday, I might be able to get down there for. I imagine it's going to be on Saturday, but I really don't know. And right, so that's the thing because I. I mean, we're just... staying for the whole weekend. Right. I'm. I'm going to try and go to every show that I can just to check it out. The hotel is awesome. We went and visited it, visited it with uh, Brittany, and when she was in town, we went to this hotel and it was amazing. So that's going to be fun, just being there and then being able to see all of you guys so it's gonna be so much fun i'm curious to know who is all going to podfest so post in on the facebook page because i'm curious i got I still kind of kicked myself last year that i left i, I was know. like yeah but also you know, i i kicked myself that i didn't go to more shows i was just there for allison and with for and meeting you guys that was it like i am getting drunk <laughs> so well well, I mean, the fact that, you know, like the, you know, we went to the show and then she spent, the whole gang spent so much time talking to us. Oh my gosh. It was like, so I honestly amazing. thought we were just going to like, hey, I'm a big fan, snap a picture. You know, I, I literally thought it was like some line and, and, and that was going to be it. You know what I right. mean? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we got to just hang out with them forever. It was awesome. For a so, long time. Yeah. I'm curious to know who she's going to have come on this you know this year i think she mentioned on the live stream that she really doesn't know what she's gonna do yet so she's got a little bit of time but i don't know rafi and uh rachel you guys have your plans all set yet uh no but i am a procrastinator i will be there though um rachel has a new job and i don't know if she's gonna be able to go but she said she'll if it's friday I guess she'd miss it, but if it's on Saturday, she could fly out Friday and make it for Saturday. So we'll, I imagine we'll be it there. probably will be. Okay, good. Do you think that Allison needs to change her branding at all, Rafi? 
You're you know, getting I, in her I, head, by the way. You're getting in her head with her with this design. <laughs> I never thought that that was serious. I thought she was joking. You know, I I've thought about this many times, but I think her brand is her brand for a reason, and you should just do what is natural to you. But at the same time, like she does have a "Hey, go fuck yourself" segment, so she's kind of on both sides. She was in a punk band, you know. So true. It's like don't change your brand, but also you can be aggressive at times. So right. she could just do both. Like, don't change your brand, but accept all sides of yourself. I think I tweeted her, you know, like, fuck you with a smile is much scarier. And, and I think doing something where it's like, I'm still nice. I still want to be your friend. But if you're going to be a dick, I'm going to, you know, go fuck yourself. Like that kind of, how do you portray that though in a shirt? <laughs> I don't know. But I think she's just worried about maybe merchandise not being sold. I don't think she really pushes it as much. Maybe people don't really remember that it's there. But it is expensive to ship those things. I waited till PodFest to get mine. And, of course, my Snuggleberry shirt is too small. So I have to wait for this year to get one that fits. (laughs) So I guess the reduction is out? Uh, It still should be in. (laughs) An all-over reduction. And then my old Snuggleberry shirt will fit just right. (laughs) I'm glad that I see you wearing the shirt that I gave you, though. It is really... Number one, it's like one of my favorite shirts anyways because it's comfortable, but then it's also cool. Like, I love the design of it. I like that it it reflects Allison, but it's like... It's kind of undercover, and plus you made it, so not everybody has it, which everyone will now, but it's, you know, I'll know. And the people who have the white shirts, you guys are lucky. It's literally just me and Joanna. So So you and Joanna are in a club of your own. Yes, if if I can't think of a new design to make for the this year's podfest, I'm going to make a special black and shiny metallic gold version oh just for me. Please and then I'm going to shit on please, all of you. Please do that and let me please buy one. I will pay <laughs> <laughs> I a black one with with metallic like metal flake gold would be amazing. Anyway, if, I can't if, obviously you have to wear it not me. Yes, I have to be special. I know. <laughs> I'm a fancy boy. I'm a real dandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Georgie. Anywho, shall we talk about some JMOs? There was only one show of JMOs this week, but... Uh, there was only like three, right? I It was Slim Pickens. Damien, did you pick one? If you didn't... They, okay. I didn't really relate to me, except maybe the Pete's Nectarine thing, because I'm kind of a Nectarine person. I'm it not is weird that people... <laughs> are very much a nectarine or a peach person when they are very similar. But I agree. I am more of a peach person. So, but they are so similar. I, I just think I like a nectarine. I, I think a peach drips on me too much or something. I, I <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things running through my head at that moment as well. Uh, little Rafi, did you pick a JMO? You should do the Seinfeld one though while I look for this. All right. It was a, a Kimmy thing. She sent in, the thing about her eye heartbeat, and I think she oh, said the, she her eye it. fluttering. She likes to look at yes. it in the mirror. She liked it or didn't like it. I don't know. Uh, she didn't like it, but she had she to doesn't see. like it. I don't like it either. But in, I look at it, I'm like, I can barely see it. But my husband is like, he's like a kind of like a little kid. You know, when kids think that everyone can see what's going on, he's like, oh my god, he see what's going on with my eye. I'm like, yeah, you just have a little thing. It's not. Like, you may feel it being very big, but it's really not. It's just like a little tiny thing. God, I'm an asshole. Anyway, uh, thank God for Daniel bringing up 
Costanza getting grapefruit in the eye, and he said, "Isn't it the time that Costanza was always like winking?" And he got that was a great fired. episode. It is. It's hilarious, and he did get somebody fired over that. And, but like uh, he was causing confusion all day. Yeah, he was. Oh my god! You know what? I need to start watching Seinfeld back over again. I need to start from the beginning. It's time. It needs to be on rotation. I'm Gilmore Girls. Goodbye. Uh, I don't remember why, but I remember recently doing that where I hold both my eyes open and I yell, get it back. (laughs) Um, Was it last Thursday night? (laughs) Oh, that's right. That was the the birthday card. (laughs) Yeah. So I I found the JMO that I liked. Um, It was Mr. Boinkity, old school OG fan. I'm ashamed From to admit Oakland. that he could get your jersey for you. Exactly, oh, that's right. you guys know person. what we're talking about, though. But I'm ashamed to admit that one of my favorite songs of all time. I do not know the lyrics. Hashtag Rush, Tom Sawyer. Rachel says that I'm a not so closeted Rush fan, and just like Boinkity or or no, it was Demi. I know like three of their songs, and that's it. But I like them. Alex Lifeson is a great guitarist. Obviously, Neil Peart is an amazing drummer. And Getty Lee can sing and play bass at the same time. Like they, a, they're a trio. They fucking rock. How do you not know the lyrics to Tom Sawyer when you've heard it eighty million times? Well, oh. dog agreed. <laughs> I. Oh, you I, heard that? You heard my dog? Yes, I'm the same <laughs> as Boinkity though, because or Mr. Boinkity. It. I love songs so much, and then all of a sudden, sometimes I will hear the lyrics. I'm like. Oh, I actually really do like this song even more now. <laughs> but uh, I have a weird relationship with music, though. But that Tom Sawyer song, am I going to have to use it again for this show? <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. But um, I, no, I'm the same way with like with rap music. Like Illmatic, I've heard 2.5 billion times. And I don't know every lyric. But it's just because like, you know, you have it on in the background. You're tuning out. Yeah, you can't know every single song, but I don't know. And that, I feel and like this one's thing. so ubiquitous that I, honestly, I kind of feel the up. music more than the lyrics. Usually, like the 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 music gives me like where I'm like, holy shit, I love this song. And then it'll be ten years later, and I hear the lyrics, and I'm like, wow, I can really relate. This is cool. <laughs> did I did I mention this already? I I hope not. But I was talking to Megan, and I think oh. We were editing the clips that we were going to send to Allison of her IVF journey. And I was talking about, we were talking about what music to use. And I was saying we could do um, Stevie Wonder, Isn't She Lovely? And she's like, oh, that used to be in my, me and my girlfriend's song. And I was like, that's about his daughter. Like, have you, like, are you paying attention? He right. says, like, you know, through <laughs> us, God has made one or something like that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't really, like, pay attention to lyrics. And I was like, what? Like, is she crazy? That, She's that not the only just, one. That could be no. a just everyone. I feel like, in my mind, I feel like everyone else knows lyrics, and I just don't know what the fuck's going on. And like, ten, like I said, ten years later, all of a sudden I'm like, oh wow, that's that's really cool. It, it moved me already, but now I hear the song, and I'm like, wow, that actually I can relate to it. Uh, oh, when my brother was, I'm ten years older than my brother, so when I was in my early twenties, he was probably like twelve or whatever, right? And the LL Cool J song, uh, what is it? Um, what's the one that says, don't call to come back? Oh, yeah. Oh, Mom said knock you out. Yeah, Mom said knock you out. Thank you. So I, used to, I had that, and I used to play it a lot, that CD. And 
And my brother one time was like, don't call me a humpback. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing. Ladies I'm like, love what are you cool humpbacks. <laughs> Wait, are you sure he wasn't like writing in uh, Weird Al-esque parody songs? No, he was like, because it was playing, he was singing along. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> it's Weird LL. <laughs> Well, that's what I never understood is when people say that Jimi Hendrix, it's, it sounds like he's saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. I was like, how can you hear that? Like, it sounds nothing like it. I've never heard that. But It doesn't sound like that at all. I don't know why like anyone that would think all. that. That's weird. But also, total side note, my best friend and I, we used to take songs and turn them into something for our businesses that we never had and we were going to be the Jimi Hendrix movers and excuse me excuse me while I move that couch <laughs> and um, only I can really And this business it. didn't take off you say? Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> we had so many different songs where we were like, "Oh, that's going to be our jingle." <laughs> first million. Uh our actual first million that should have been is and this goes back to kind of Allison, we had this idea to make greeting cards that I, I can't remember if it was go fuck yourself or get fucked. I think it was our business was going to be called get fucked. Something like that. I don't know. It was in the nineties and we're, it was going to be a greeting card where it's like, you just tell everyone what you really think. Like, Hey, go fuck yourself. Like you're a piece of shit. Just every single greeting, like, but with cool little graphics and stuff. Every time I see fun, cutesy cards, I'm like, that could have been us, but I still have never seen something just like that where it's just like straightforward, I hate you. Cool sister. Where it says turkey's done over both the woman's ropes. <laughs> Umlauts. I think this might be a good place to end it. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I had a with, good time. With, uh, with two periods on that statement. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad. I was so excited to talk about the whole Daniel experience and then to hear that Rafi, your shirt was made. It's just like, holy shit, like... I, I don't know. It's kind of magical that a show that we're fans of can create these kind of dreams to become reality for us. And it's kind of weird and uh, and awesome. So I think that's really, it, it's been a, it's been a crazy cool week. Um, if you want to be a part of this show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. And Lil Rafi, where can we find you? JK, I'm still here. <laughs> Should I, I put like, oh, that little okay. snoring there? <laughs> no. Me, 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 me. Edit that out. You can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. Please buy this shirt. I don't know why I care, but I like it. I want people to wear it, and that would be amazing if you purchased it. I for, I guess I'm just my name on the Facebook thing um, group. Not the thing. So, I don't know. Friend me there, I guess. That's all. Mm. It's inviting. Uh, Damien, where can we find you? Uh, let's see. My Twitter is SuperDemC. And that's also my Instagram. The Marine Corps Maricon is two months from today. So I got uh, two more months of training before that big, uh, uh, before I die, basically. So it was nice knowing you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> And join everybody in L.A. in October, early October. I think it's the 6th, 7th, 8th, something like that for PodFest because it's going to be so much fun. I think seeing all of the shows in person is so much fun, but meeting all of the fans is another 
level, and it's a great weekend. So everybody try and make it out. And uh, Brittany, that would be amazing if you could, you and Buck, oh my God, that would just be like a cherry on top of my Podfest Sunday. Anyway, I love you. Thank you. Good night. God, I am a lazy sack of garbage. (laughs) Hello, my little mimosas. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a good start. Here's the host of your show. Burps burps a lot. McGillicuddy. (laughs) I used to be called Tits McGee, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Welcome to my bottomless mimosa. (laughs) Bonus episode. Uh, everything's good, bottomless. Damn it, what are we going to be talking about? I, I feel like... No. <laughs> I feel like I already blew my load earlier. It was but of... <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Jason, if you're listening, here's what's going on. We booked a room. We booked a, we booked a La Quinta Inn. It's uh, doing so good. In Visalia. Um, I'm the little spoon. Bobes is the big spoon. We're coming for your dogs and cats. We're going to take one home, whichever one you like the least. We're taking it. We're taking Vern home. But we're going to visit with you. Aren't you happy? Here's Britt. Hey. She's an unquantified fan. Yep. We just call you, I want to call you honorary. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Honorary works. Um, how is this brunch on a scale of one to ten? Orgasmic. Drunk scale or fun scale? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Uh, Jen at Jen 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 is, Jen is here. Jen has Jen. many has. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't talk per the usual. It's part of the show. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so we're drunk. I mean, we're drinking. Not Jen, but Megan and I have. Uh, yeah. We've mimosaed. Is what happens. And I'm Mimosa Megan. I don't know if this is an actual bonus or if it's just a boner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. There's we'll a live see. stream today at 3.30 p.m. PT. It's 1.10, so dead air is cool. Um, so we talked a lot about wieners and bottomless mimosas and Visalia. So and art. And, and art. art. And art. And we're going on... Ooh. This oh, is what we need to address to the nation. Um, okay. Oh my god. This is... Don't take this for just it's a drunk, rambling idea. Like, oh, we're going to do this? Because it's not. <laughs> but we are going to buy an RV. No, rent. 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 <laughs> we're going to rent an RV. So... Jen says RVs can be rented for $1,500 per week. So that means, and I did the math on my iPhone calculator, that if there's five of us, and there should at least be, it'll cost $300 per person per week to take an RV and to visit Allison people. So we're going to start in California, and we're going to visit Rafi first in Denver. We might go see Lee. But he's going to be part of it. Yeah, we'll be part of it. We're picking Rafi up. That's the thing. It's like, we're going to visit you, but with the option of pickup. 
<laughs> so like, so Becky, I don't know what's gonna go on with you because like, no, we love you, but like geographically, going up to Seattle is like a lot. So if you could fly into LA, that's a cheap. But but it's Eastern Canada we're going to. But we can also pick up Jen. Toby Milton, we're talking about you. Jen Stark is also and Hansi Copperfield. Also, like, why aren't you excited about the idea of going to Seattle? <laughs> Seattle is an amazing place. But it'll take a lot of time. Like and we have to go to the East Coast. Yeah. We're, we're ending in Bangalore. We're ending in Bangalore. Three. Oh, okay. Alright. No, that does complicate. We might be a little under the weather by the time we get to see Three. Three. Okay. That complicates. I think we can quit being parents and have jobs for three weeks. That's what I think. So Jen Jen told me she could quit being a parent for three weeks. I'm pretty sure I quoted her on it at the time. Jen was like, you know what? One to three weeks is how long I quit being a parent. So I'm like, that sounds cool. Why don't you fly to Seattle? I'm kidding. Like, Jen's a good parent. She wouldn't say Seattle. that. Seattle. I just oh, really start, want you to go to Seattle. Start. Starting? Oh. Yeah. Because then North Dakota and then down to Denver. Yeah, and then it makes a lot more sense. Isn't, so, yeah. isn't someone in Minneapolis? Who's in Minneapolis? No, Minnesota. Hansi Copperfield, where are you? She's in Canada. Where? Toby. Toby. Toby is Toronto. She's by Toby. She's by... I feel like she's... We need to go see her. We need to go see her Belus show. Shout Emily, out Emily, Emily. Can we fly out of Asalia? Emily Q forever. You can take in Minnesota. A hopper plane from Asalia to Oxnard. <laughs> this sounds like drunken nonsense talk, but it's serious. Something about Ashley in Texas. I really have to go to the bathroom. We'll visit Ashley. We'll visit Brittany. We're gonna visit everybody. This has been a great Bunner episode. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>